0: Well, hello and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Michael Collier, and it is my privilege to share uh, as part of our devotional series on how to pray. So, Israel kicked us off by uh, teaching us to keep it simple, keep it honest, and keep it going when we pray. And then Lloyd shared yesterday about our authority with which we pray. And this morning, I'd like to look at how Jesus responded to when the disciples asked him in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, Jesus, teach us how to pray. You know, we often think of prayer as us asking God for things, as opposed to us worshipping God. But Jesus starts off his response uh, in teaching the disciples and teaching us how to pray by saying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's a sense of worshipping. He begins by worshipping the Father and adoring him. It's a sense of adoration, which is a big word for us today. An example of this could be if we think of the difference between looking into a microscope and looking into a telescope. Often when we pray, we come looking into a microscope, just focusing on the, the immediate sphere of our lives and our immediate concerns. And we can get very caught up in our microscope. But sometimes before we get to the microscope, we need to take a step back and look through the telescope and into the wonderful array of all that God has created and remind ourselves of the goodness and the majesty uh, of God, just how great and powerful our God is so that when we come back to the microscope to our issues they are put into perspective and we have the boldness and courage to ask the God who created the universe to deal with our immediate problems I think of as a referee I can get so focused on one aspect of the game that I forget to lift my head up and see everything else that is going on and I might miss some things around me if I don't lift my head up and so this morning, I want to encourage us to lift our heads up and to adore God when we pray and to set into perspective all things that we are praying about, but also who it is that we are praying to. You see, prayer is not a button to be pushed, but a relationship to be pursued. We're constantly pursuing a relationship with our Father, and we're learning to love one another more and more, love the Father more and more, and. Um, As I I may have mentioned recently, but I, I recently got married. And the aim of marriage is not so much to get things from it, but to develop intimacy and relationship with your spouse. And so too it is with prayer. The aim is not to get things out of God, but to develop intimacy and relationship with the Father. Uh, The the Book of Common Prayer, which is the Anglican prayer book, which I grew up with, says that adoration is the lifting up of the heart and mind to God, asking nothing but to enjoy God's presence. And C.S. Lewis said, in commanding us to glorify Him, God is inviting us to enjoy Him. Uh, John Piper said, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. When we find our satisfaction in Him, when we adore Him, then God is actually most glorified and we find satisfaction in him. Adoration, our worshipping of God when we pray, brings perspective. There's a a beautiful story of a painting of uh, the Virgin Mary holding baby Jesus. And it's done by a famous uh, painter or artist. And he got criticized for the painting because it looks all out of perspective and the mountains are folding in behind Mary. Um, But it has these two saints kneeling before Jesus And what actually was found is that painting looks all out of perspective when you look at it head on. But when you bow a knee in almost worship and adoration to Jesus as Lord, everything in the painting is set into perspective. And I think that's a good concept to carry into our prayer life, that everything in our lives is set into perspective when we bow a knee and we worship Jesus as Lord and Savior when we pray. If we only ask, we'll Turn God into a vending machine. And why would we trust him to answer any of our prayers if he is not worthy of our worship? So to adore him is the way to go. There's an example of this in scripture in Acts chapter 4 when the disciples, um, Peter and John, have just been released from prison. And it says in Acts chapter four, verse 23, on their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. They go on to, um, to glorify God and adore God for five whole verses before they ask anything. And I think there's three little things to take away from that passage. Firstly, in their problem, they started with prayer. Their first response was to pray. And in prayer, they started with praise. They spent five verses praising God, not because God needed reminding of who he was, but because they needed to remind themselves of the power and the glory and the majesty of God before they asked anything. And then even in their petition, in their asking, They started with the power of God. They they said, now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. It was all about the hallowing of the name of the Lord. So some practical applications for us to to do this in everyday life. It's all well to to know, oh, we should adore the Lord. But how do we do it? Well, a little acronym, PRAY. (laughs) PRAY. The, the four uh, letters stand for P for pause, R for rejoice, A for ask, Y for yield, in that order. The first thing is to pause. We live in a, a world of busyness, but Scripture commends us to be still and know that I am God. That's Psalm 46, verse 10. God is inviting us to be still. Know that he is present. The Lord is near. Psalm 37, verse 7 says, be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him. We need to pause long enough to settle. And I know that when we settle, the distractions come in, but let it last long enough for the stillness to settle. I grew up next to a river, and the most beautiful stilling moment to my soul was to look out on a perfectly flat river and to just think, ah, oh, the Lord settles and brings all things to stillness before uh, before him and before us as we pray to him. So firstly, pause. Then Rejoice. Paul said in Philippians 4 verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say it. Rejoice. And in 1 Thessalonians 5 16, Rejoice always. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That can be through singing songs of worship or reading the Psalms, which is Jesus' prayer book. Um, It's giving thanks even when you don't feel like it. I give thanks for my wife even when I don't feel like it. You give thanks to God even when you don't feel like it. And until you feel like it, You love the Lord always and you almost instruct your feelings to catch up with your convictions, to love, rejoice and give thanks to God. So pause and then rejoice before you ask, which the other pastors will unpack in the next few days, the ways of asking. And then we yield, we surrender, not my will, but your will be done. So today, maybe you'd like to practice this, a good Uh, opportunity for you to do this is in Psalm 8. Practice thanksgiving and praise by reading through Psalm 8. And if you need some extra resources on that, the Bible Project is a great video on Psalm 8. But my invitation this morning is to get your head up from the microscope to the telescope and to change prayer from just being about asking to being about adoring the Lord, for he is worthy of praise. May we remind ourselves of the power and majesty of God. Not only does it put our problems into perspective, but it gives us boldness to pray to the one who is able to answer. So I pray that this has been encouraging to you today. Let us close in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for you are worthy and deserving of all praise. You have created the heavens and the earth, and yet you consider us and you love us. And so we thank you, Father, that we can come to you as our Father. And we can come to you as the king of the universe. And yet you hear our prayers and you incline your ear toward us. So as we pray today, would your Holy Spirit help us to settle, to pause, be still and know that you are God. May we have a peace as we pray. And may we rejoice in you, finding much to give thanks for and to be grateful for in our lives. Nothing more so than the cross and the empty tomb that you, through Jesus' death, burial and resurrection, you have given us victory and eternal life. So as we go into our day, may we pause before you and rejoice in you, adoring you for you are worthy and deserving of our praise. We ask this in Jesus' wonderful, perfect and precious name. Amen.